Welcome to the Free From Wall Street Podcast, where we talk about how to create, preserve, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. And now, here's your host, Stephen Libman, managing partner of Integrity Holdings Group. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street Podcast. We are here today with Stuart Grazer. So your last name, right? Yeah, that's it, man. Grazier. Yeah, that's good. Well, thanks for hopping on here with us and uh, giving us a little bit of story about what you're doing. We're really interested to hear about what you got going on. You got some really interesting things. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and uh, what you're doing now. Yeah, sure. Well, I, first, thank you for having me, man. It's uh, an honor to be on, on here with you and uh, I know you're doing some pretty amazing stuff. And um, so, yeah, so uh, my name is Stuart Grazier, and I am uh, originally from Dallas, Texas, now live in uh, Denver, Colorado. Um, I am an active duty Navy pilot. Still, thank you for uh, service. Yeah. So I've been in 18, almost 18 years, and um, I'm going to push to 20 years and get uh, a full retirement from the Navy. And I'm on my last tour here in Colorado, and uh, we'll be... Uh, kind of settling and, and putting down roots here in Colorado. Awesome. Um, but uh, I've been, I've been investing in real estate uh, on the side for um, quite a long time. I, the, my first, um, you know, insight into real estate was actually when I just graduated from college and I was in flight school in Pensacola, Florida. And a friend of mine was just buying uh, some lots in, in Mobile, Alabama. I was like, Oh, that sounds cool. I'll, I'll go do that. And uh, you know, I put $5,000 down on a, $50,000, you know, kind of new development, little lot. And, uh, a couple months later, a huge hurricane came through and like wiped out like all of it. Oh and, no. Uh, yes. I mean, so I just held on to it. And then like nine months later, uh, the realtor that I, uh, you know, bought it from, he was like, Hey, I got someone who wants to buy your house. Everything's kind of coming back and, or not house, uh, land. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, he wants to buy it for, um, you know, double of what you paid for it. I was like, sweet. Take it. This real estate thing's cool. <laughs> Uh, so that was kind of my first dive into real estate. Uh, it just got me hooked from day one. Um, and, uh, and since then I've, you know, tried my hand at a lot of different things and made a lot of mistakes and lost a lot of money and made some money along the way. And, um, so now I sit, uh, you know, uh, a long time into it. And, um, I, I uh, connected, uh, with my business partner, David Gutierrez, who was my college roommate. We were, we were roommates for four years at the Naval Academy and uh, we started a business two years ago um, called Storehouse 310 Ventures. And um, the goal of the business was to uh, really, you know, learn or educate more military guys about real estate investing. You know, that we've, we've been doing it for a long time. We've had success at it. And uh, we really feel like it's, it's a, you know, a fantastic way to build your wealth. And so we wanted to help more service you know, members get into it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, service people lay down their lives, right? You guys give up your, your lives for, um, for the service of our country, but you don't get paid a lot. Right. Yeah. So in terms of like financial security, long-term, like you're not building a ton of wealth as a pilot necessarily. I mean, you, you make a salary and you guys have TSPs and some different government benefits and things like that. But my understanding is, you know, you're not, crushing it. So to be able to teach some other service members how to create some passive income or some active income either on the side, then that's, that's a really cool 
thing to be able to do. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun just to um, you know, educate people within our network and just kind of see that aha moment of, you know, they got to they got to take it and run with it and 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 do it on their own and um, build their wealth and, and assets um, while you know while continuing to serve. You, you can absolutely do that, and there's tons of benefits while being in the neighbor na- while being in the navy or any of the services uh, to take advantage of that. I mean just having the benefit of the VA loan um, itself is, you know, zero down on, on a, on a house that you live in. I take advantage of that. And, you know, there's lots of strategies that you can use to build your wealth there. And yeah, cause um, you, you did that with your first house, right? You kind of house hacked yeah. one of your properties, right? You got a VA loan and were able to turn it in for a profit. How'd that go? Um, it, so we bought it right before the crash. So uh, the crash kind of killed it, but, but while we were, um, there living, I mean, we were basically living there mortgage free. I mean, and we bought a house in San Diego, California. Um, and you know, we had like four roommates do living like in the garage in the basement, like renting out space. And I mean, we were like making money off of our, like we weren't really even paying a mortgage because all of our renters were paying it for us. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately there was that huge crash in 2000, 2008. And, um, you know, we lost a lot of equity there, but, but I mean, you know, before that, um, and, and even after that, continuing to, to live in it and, and rent out the rooms, um, you know, we did really well. Um, so yeah, so that j- alone is a fantastic benefit, but, you know, having the W2 income, it's not fantastic income, but you know, if you, if you live below your means and if you learn on the side to do all these real estate strategies, it's an amazing opportunity to build your wealth. It's really the key, right? I mean, it's just showing people that it's possible. And this is kind of where we've been able to you know, you, you're right. It's, it's a lot of fun because you get to educate people that, Hey, there are some different ways to do it. Right. Robert Kiyosaki talks about, there's three different levels of education, academic, where you're learning how to read, write and do math. And you're professional where you're learning how to fly planes in your, <clears throat> in your uh, position or just whatever you you're doing for your profession to earn money. Right. So there's that education. And then there's the financial education. What are some strategies that you can use and apply to your own life that will help create some financial stability? And I don't know about you, but in my life, I didn't have a lot of mentorship when I was young growing into that. I didn't understand how finances really worked. Maybe it was a little taboo to talk about money uh, around the kitchen table. And now that's vastly different. You know, right before we jumped on, right, you were and saying you were watching our video about millionaire kids with, that I did with my daughter. We talk about money and investing a lot. And I feel like once you start to break open that barrier, people, people start to see it. They have that aha moment and they recognize that it's not because you're the smartest guy in the room that you can do this. It's because you learned some strategies that now you can pass on to people. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I mean, I, I grew up the same way. Like we didn't talk about money um, when I was a kid with my parents and, um, you know, I've really wanted to change that. You know, I watched that video you said, and I have a five-year-old and two-year-old and you know, my goal is, is to teach them about this whole money thing and about, you know, creating wealth. And, um, and that, and that kind of ties right into, in the military. I mean, it, it's been a long time, like kind of a taboo to talk about any type of outside extracurricular activity besides just focusing on your military job, you know, mm. entrepreneurship for a long time, just wasn't ever talked about. And, you know, it's starting to come around where there's a lot more people that are still active military that are, that are talking about it more and that are investing in real estate on the side or, you know, are creating side businesses um, that won't have any type of interference or impact in their military career. Um, And uh, you know, 
the more you talk about, it, the more you get out there and tell people about what you're doing and educate them, you know, you can really empower them and really have the ability to change some lives. Yeah, I know a friend of both of ours, Bill Allen, basically started his fix and flip business from the air and he's grown significantly. I mean, he's probably one of the biggest guys in the Southeast now and he's, he's running a great business and he's doing the same thing, right? He's, he's having the conversation. He's getting people to understand that this is something that you can do even with your job. You know, I think when I first started, so I, I was a little bit different of a case. I burned the boats. We left our previous job and went into this. Um, so I didn't kind of dip a toe in. We, we dove right in. Um, but there's plenty of people that I know that are really successful that kind of slowly bled into this where they were full-time, they would do a flip or they would do a wholesale or they would do um, a passive investment into a commercial property. And then they would start to get around those people that are having these conversations, right? I think this is the key is if you can get around enough people having these conversations where it becomes normal instead of abnormal, and you feel like, oh, you can do it too, right? It's the four-minute mile, right? Well, Stuart can do it. I can do it, right? And I, I love to be that for other people too because somebody was that for me where kind of took the blinders off and said, wow, you know what? I don't need to go through the same education channels or financial channels that the rest of my family did, right? Go to school, get a good job and invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs and, so, and then hope that you can retire. Didn't make a ton of sense to me. And now when I get around people like you that are showing me like, yeah, you can do this and you can also do this. And here's a decent strategy to really accelerate that, right? You're pouring gasoline on a fire now. And once people have that aha moment, like you mentioned, um, yeah, it really starts to open their eyes as to what is possible. Yeah. It's, I mean, for for me, you know, that aha moment was, oh man, I need to, take control of my own destiny and I need to take the actions and, and have control of my own investments instead of just like you said, putting it in the, in the stock market and the mutual funds and, and hoping it works out. I mean, look what just happened, right? Just the craze of, of the coronavirus, you know, stock markets just got crushed. Right? Yeah. I mean, today's March 13th. I think we're down like 4,000 collective points. The market stopped trading at least three times this week because it hit the circuit breaker and everybody hit, had to, hit the timeout button, you know, and, um, do you have anything in the market left? I, I don't, I, I took everything out. I, I self-directed my IRA. Um, my IRA is, is solely, you know, uh, lending and mortgage notes and, uh, investing passively in deals. Um, and then uh, outside of my IRA, um, I, I buy real estate and, um, you know, so it's in different niches within the real estate uh, sector, but uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, my wife does have her uh, Roth IRA in, in uh, mutual funds. And uh, we always kind of compare, you know, where we sit with, with hers versus my, cause we kind of started about the same, you know, okay. about the same level. And, and for a while, you know, hers was beating mine, but you look at it right now, <laughs> it's down big time. And yeah. there was nothing that she did to, to make that happen. Right. Like, Nothing sure. in her control, um, you know, forced that uh, to go down so much. And, and mine's just been steady, steadily growing because of all the um, real estate and, you know, lending and, and passive type investments that I've been doing in real estate. 
So these are the conversations that I like to have with people. So, you know, yes, we're, it's free from Wall Street, right? So we want to talk to people about some of the options about getting away from the volatility of Wall Street. If you haven't heard my story before, my dad passed away about six years ago. He, he lost a lot of money in the 2008 crash. He wasn't around long enough to ride that all the way back up to where we were just a couple of months ago, right? So I don't say that if you have your retirement accounts in the markets that you should pull everything. I did, you did, but at least a portion of your portfolio should be diversified into something that one has consistency and stability, right? And so what you just said before was, you know, mine's been steadily going like this. There's a great website, volatilitycalculator.com, where you can actually plug in your ups and downs. And I think, I was just talking to my wife about this. I don't think a lot of people recognize that if you lose 20% of your portfolio value, right? Let's say it's a million bucks. You just lost 200 grand. Now you're at 800. And then next year you make 10. The numbers have shifted significantly, right? So now you're only going to make 80, not a hundred like you were going to be before. So that Delta takes longer to climb out of than it did to crash down to where that is. So it's cool to see the volatility calculator talk to you about how much money it's costing you, even if there's small swings. So, you know, people are like, well, if I could just find an 8% consistent return forever, right, I'll be a millionaire. And that's 100% accurate. The problem is that annuities don't pay that, right? Insurance dividends typically don't pay that. So the things that are stable tend to have a little bit more volatility. So, you know, I always say to people that are looking to invest with us, it's like, well, can you have yield and stability? And here's how we can hedge those things. So at least a portion of people's portfolio, I think, should be certainly looking at investing with guys like you that are saying, yeah, we can create these stable, consistent returns. I mean, you're doing turnkey housing, right? Where people can just buy. Explain to the audience what a turnkey is. Yeah. Yeah. So so we kind of have two sides of the investment where people can invest with us. Um, You know, so we, we typically use private money to buy all of our deals. Um, We buy single family houses. You know, typically they're three bedroom, one bath, two bedroom, one bath, something like that. You know, a thousand square feet. Uh, right now we're solely based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, and, and so we, we use, you know, the ugly house on the block. We, we buy, uh, you know, the, the fixer upper and at auction or that's been on the, on the MLS for a long, long time or through wholesalers. We have lots of connections there. And so we have investors that invest with us on the front end of the deal. You know, they give us the money that we can go buy the house and we offer them a return on their money so we can use it to go buy houses. And, you know, we give them um, a first lien position mortgage note. And so they're just earning interest on their money and they can do one deal at a time or they can roll it for the entire year or however they want to do it. So that's kind of the front end investor. And then we go in, we buy the house, we, we fix it up. You know, we put all new everything in it, make it a really nice house for someone to live in. And, and then we turn it over to a property management company and they get a renter in place. And then once that's done, once it's fully rehabbed, renter in place, we then will sell it to, to a back-end investor who wants to buy that asset for you know, long-term wealth building. And they have now a, a physical asset in real estate, single family home that's renting out, um, you know, making typically anywhere from 10% cash on cash return year one to 12% cash on cash year one. And then it just grows over time as they pay down the mortgage, you know, uh, and, you know, the renter is paying down the mortgage for them and, you know, all the extra benefits um, that come with uh, owning real estate. So, yeah, that's awesome. 
And, and it sounds like it's pretty passive because you have the property managers in place and really people just kind of get to, you know, manage the manager. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say 98% of our, of our end buyers are also military and uh, they don't live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know, they live in San Diego or Washington, DC or Texas or wherever. And so, I mean, most of them have never seen the house. And so they're putting their trust in us um, to offer a, a, you know, fantastic investment opportunity. And it's completely managed by, by a property management company. And they just have to manage the manager every now and then, you know, some follow on emails and some phone calls every now and then. And, and it's, you know, on the level of passivity, like it's, it's, you know, pretty good. And a presidential tweet won't make them not pay rent. That's right. Uh, That's right. (laughs) Regardless of where you sit on the fence, right? It's like if a singular person can dictate what happens to the economy, this is why we wanted to get free from wall street because it didn't, you know, hope is not a strategy. Right. So when we sit here and we talk about, well, can I bank on my retirement? Do I know what I'm getting? Can I predict 10, 15, 20 years out if I'm making these returns, what that looks like? You can. And, you know, so we argue against stock market a lot. I know that there's certainly some benefits to it. And I know that people can make some good moves right now while everything's on sale assuming you're at the floor, which we don't know if we are. Right. So, I mean, right. I think, I think I just read that Disney world shut down for the month. So, mm-hmm. I mean, revenues are going to continue to slide and pandemics happen, viruses happen, um, presidential tweets happen, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, Saudi Arabia walks away from the negotiating table at OPEC. And so these things happen that are absolutely not in our control. What is in our control is rent is still due on the first of the month right? We still get the depreciation from the asset to offset our taxable income. So as much as you can be in control of your financial future, we like to be. And, you know, we just want to let people know that they have that opportunity too, right? So it's, um, it's fun to educate people. It's fun to educate uh, the service members that you're talking to. And you guys have an event coming up that you're going to be able to really kind of blow the lid off for service members, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So speaking of, of Bill Allen, you know, our, our connection, um, you know, he's been incredibly successful in real estate and, and, uh, I'm not quite to his level yet, but I'm getting there. I'm learning from him. Um, but, uh, but we, we kind of put our heads together along with another, um, individual. He's a Marine and, uh, you know, all of us have been wanting to do this for a long time to put, put together a real estate conference solely focused on, on military and veterans. And, um, so built, you know, took it by the horns and ran with it. And you know, he has some experience with, with running big conferences and he's kind of been the lead on it. And we've kind of been in the background helping him out, but, uh, you know, we just want to get the word out and we, and we want to, you know, create an opportunity where military and veterans learn how to do this thing called real estate investing. And there's so many different ways that you can do it. And so that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're kind of trying to make it like almost like a job fair, right? We have, we're going to have like 20 plus speakers, um, all in different niches of real estate, you know, from, from me, you know, talking about turnkey, um, buying single family houses, um, that don't, you know, it's pretty much passive to big syndicators like yourself that are buying big multifamily deals and storage and mobile home parks. And, um, there's, you know, we have speakers talking about just mindset, wrapping your head around, you know, this type of, of investing. And, um, you know, it's going to be a fantastic event. We're really excited about it. Um, it's, uh, I'm not a service member, but I might sneak in the back door on this. Well, one. you should, man. And, and that's the thing it's, it's, you know, 
the speakers are all veterans, all military, but it's not really just for military. Anyone can come, you know, civilians can come, veterans, reservists, active. It's for everybody. Um, and it really is just trying to educate um, and, and get people excited about buying real estate. And yeah. um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's in, it's in St. Louis, Missouri. It's at the end of May. It's uh, 29 and 30 May. And um, if you want to get tickets to it, you can go to veteranslive.com and then you can buy your tickets right there. Um, and, uh, you know, it's gonna be a great event. It's at the Hyatt Regency at the arch right in uh, downtown St. Louis. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll make sure that we put that link below the video here so that our listeners can, uh, can find it. And, um, yeah, I just really appreciate you taking the time to jump on here today. So Stuart, if people want to find you, what's the name of your company? Where can they find you? How do they contact you? Yeah, sure. Um, so my company is called Storehouse 310 Ventures. And our website is storehouse310turnkey.com. And um, you can click on the contact us and send us an email. And that goes right to my email address. Um, I'm super active on LinkedIn. Um, so you can find me there on LinkedIn. And uh, we also have all the social media channels for for our, our company, Storehouse Streets. And we have our Facebook page and um, we have Instagram. Uh, we, we don't have Twitter. We, I don't, I don't tweet a whole lot. So, um, but, uh, but you can find me on, yeah, I'm not a tweeter, uh, but, uh, well, you can find me on, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, or just through the website. Oh, and we have a YouTube channel. We're, we're starting a, a podcast pretty soon called filling the storehouse. Currently it's just on YouTube, but, uh, it will shortly be out on, um, on like iTunes and all the podcast locations. Awesome. Well, congratulations on all your success, man. Hopefully we can help you uh, build some more wealthy warriors. So check out Storehouse 310 and make sure you go to veteranslive.com. Sign up for that event. It's going to be amazing. I know personally a lot of the speakers that are going to be on stage, they will change your life. They changed mine over the years. Um, you know, we, we went from a very small wholesale operation to buying $100 million worth of real estate. So it is possible. Take control of your financial freedom. Get free from Wall Street. Stuart Grazier, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it having you. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. It's been a lot of fun. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Thank you for listening. Like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe and head over to freefromwallstreet.com and sign up for our free guides to help you and your family invest with purpose.